0: The street to Calvary, the rugged cross he bore. The crowd stood by and watched this man. They've heard him preach Before I know I'll never be worthy, such love I never find, for when he A crown on his head, the blood that stained his scarlet robe, it stained it crimson red, and though his eyes were on the crowd that day, oh, he looked ahead in time. from me.
1: was all that I had to lay at his feet, unworthy to feast at his table. Close
2: in the cross. Amen. Now, church, we have come to the most important part of the service this morning. Hallelujah. Are you ready for the word? Why don't we all rise to our feet? Amen. Now, church, salvation comes to those who have faith, and the Word of God says that faith, hallelujah, Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. Now, this morning we are blessed to have a great teacher of the word, an anointed man of God in our midst, and we are privileged to call him our pastor. Amen. Now, your hands and mine. Why don't you welcome the servant of God, my father, your pastor, Pastor Chris?
0: Lord makes the difference when he speaks he relieves my troubled mind oh it's the only voice i hear that makes the difference and i'll follow one day at a time his voice makes the difference he released my troubled mind
1: It's the only voice I hear that makes a difference And I'll follow one day at a time
3: Hallelujah Hallelujah Lift your hands to heaven Lift your hands Father we thank you for this opportunity Thank you for keeping us alive to meet again today, to bring worship, praise, and adoration to you. We are forever thankful for what Jesus did for us on Calvary. Today we pay special attention, Lord, to the events of that day. We pray that you will touch our hearts today, open our minds. Reveal to us great and powerful things, spiritual things, eternal things, divine things through, the, through your word. Come Holy Spirit, come and have your own way. We surrender, we submit to you. Preach, Lord, and touch our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. You may all be seated on top of your enemies. Amen. Well, it's a special privilege for me to greet all of you on this Good Friday morning. We are blessed to have you to be with us. If you are visiting here and you don't uh, have a church of choice, or your church has gone for a conference somewhere and you couldn't go there, you're here this morning. You've come to a very powerful place, and uh, if you open your hearts, you will receive what the Lord has to give to you. Amen? Um, If you're also visiting and you don't know why we're all dressed in the same color, we do mad things here at this church. We like to do things that's just nice, but our dress code is just symbolisms of darkness, the black, the dark day of Good Friday, when Jesus was crucified, and the red symbolizes what? the blood of Jesus. Amen. So if you didn't know that and you came dressed in all purple or pink, it's no problem, it's nothing. it's not a religion, it's just. We just like it. On uh, Sunday, we'll dress in white again. All white. All white. Because it talks about purity. talks about the resurrection of Jesus. If you don't have, it's fine. And if you have some old white garment (laughs) that needs some jig. you can start today, so by Sunday, Oh, I gave him my old tattered garment, he gave me a rope of pure white, now I'm feasting on manna from heaven, and that's why I'm happy tonight. You're also free if you're visiting here to visit our wonderful garden, we have a cross, the symbols of the cross there, three crosses on Calvary's hill. It's all symbolisms. It's to remind us, you know. Jesus said, well, you must eat the bread and drink the cup as a reminder. So in life, things must remind you. Alright? That's why you have pictures in your house. You think of Mama, Papa, Uma that's gone home to be with the Lord. So those are important reminders. For the first time also, we managed to get the crown of thorns. And if you can visit the garden, you'll see the crown of thorns. Don't touch the crosses, please, because it's just been renovated a little. But uh, it's wonderful. You can take pictures there. Isn't it beautiful? We are blessed to have with us again. I also want to do a special welcome from my wife and myself and all the leaders of BMI, our members from Johannesburg, uh, Madra. Midland and Joburg. Some of them are, have, the planes have been delayed, so they will come late, <laughs> but we are we are still expecting them. And then the group from Uppington arrived last night. Amen. Down the, uh, what's that, the name of that road uh, that comes past uh, Calfinia up uh, Name some of the towns you pass. 200 kilometers apart, from the Rangeveld, Calvinia. Then you go that very dry road up to uh, the place where our taxi got stuck. Where's that? Branfle, oh Jesus! Branfle Kenartier. Even the rocks are black from the sun, Jesus. Hey! But He brought them through the desert places. To this land of refreshing. Hallelujah. Pastor Sergio and Pastor Charlene is doing a wonderful work in Uppington. They brought a nice team with them. And then East London has also come. We bless you. As we think about our country, we we pray for those people in Durban. In KwaZulu-Natal, it's quite very serious. Many deaths there. We thank God for His hand, but we pray for our brothers and sisters. We don't have a church there yet. Uh, I think I, one of my desires is to plant a church in Durban. But the, the problem is the language, you see. I don't have them talking people that can, talking <laughs> that can start a church for me there. But I trust God I'll send one of you. Amen. Whom shall I send? We will go. People need the Lord. Amen. So you're all welcome. And I trust you will enjoy our service. We're also going to break bread together. So nobody must leave before the time today. Tonight, uh, I have decided, as I always do, pro, uh, impromptu, means on the, on the cuff, that we will give, an opportunity for those who don't have anything to do tonight to come to the auditorium. We will have big screen, The Passion of the Christ movie, for free, for free. We don't charge, this is not a cinema, not a cinema. Yes, it will start at 7.30 when it's dark so that we can see the picture in clear, digital, remastered format. So all of you, you, is anybody interested? Otherwise, we can cancel. 730, there'll be a tuck shop here if you want to have something. And I will have some leaders to control that. I believe it's a very powerful movie that you should watch more than once. It really, Mel Gibson really did a good job to depict the crucifixion. Some time ago, uh, one of my lecturers at the university said he didn't like the movie of The Passion of the Christ. And I asked him why. He said, it, it is too gory. You know what that word means? The word gory, it means it's too bloody. It's too messy. It, 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 it's, it's, they should have put a it's restriction on it. And I thought to myself, the, the director tried his best to bring it to reality as much as he could. We don't really know if he came close to it. But for a man to have died by being beaten only, must have been gruesome. You know, so the world don't want to see it. But it is what happened. It is the price Jesus had to pay for you and for me. To be murdered brutally by the Roman soldiers, but given over by his own pastors and Pharisees and leaders and Jewish people. Crucified among thieves. In the garden, we have three crosses. I always joke with people and I say, which, which one do you want to hang on? On the side is the thieves. And in the center is the Son of God. But He was crucified among, in other words, crosses are for thieves. And Jesus, they said, you are, a, you are as low as a thief. So you must not think strange when people criticize pastors or say pastors or thieves or pastors or this and pastors or that. So many bad things are said of pastors. It is part of our a package because our savior was crucified and made as a thief so it is a blessing to also be called a thief so that the servant is never greater than his master are you hearing me hallelujah today i want to talk to you about the blood of jesus christ or the life giving power of the blood of jesus christ it's good friday Our emphasis is all on the blood of Jesus and the death of Jesus. But I want to say to all of you, in our human capacity, it's almost impossible to to explain the divine happenings on that specific day. Some time ago, God blessed me to go to Israel, and uh, I was in at the Garden of Gethsemane. When the people explained to us that this was where Jesus prayed, and I was blessed to be there with my pastor who took over from the tour guides, you know, because he felt that they were doing the thing a little bit too soft to make the people comfortable. So you come to the Garden of Gethsemane in Jerusalem, And I'm taking some of you there soon. You come to the garden, and there's a lot of olive trees there. And it's not a big garden, it's just it's a small plot of land. But there's a garden, it's about the size of this church, really. So from there, there's a road that passes there and then. Opposite the road, you see the city of Jerusalem Or the the, the wall around the city of Jerusalem But between the garden and Jerusalem city There's a big ditch Called the valley of Kidron The Kidron Valley It's all in the Bible if you read it You cannot really understand the, the Gospels clearly Until you go there Yeah, then everything starts to open up for you So you see, oh, this is where he prayed and this is where he went down, the Kidron Valley. You see, they talk about valley and when they talk about mountains, there's not the real mountains in Jerusalem. It's hills. But it look like mountains. It's just high hills and they call it, he went to the mountain to pray, but it's hills. But from the garden where they arrested him, it happened on a Thursday night, and then they took him from there, it was in the night, they took him from there to the high priest's house. So my pastor that was with me said, the guests or the, 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 tor- the tourists will all get into the bus and the bus will take them around to Caiaphas' house, which was the high priest. But he said, let's not go get in the bus, let's walk the walk that Jesus walked. <laughs> And many women wanted to join us there, but I felt sorry for them because it was quite a walk and it was a fast, speedy walk for us to also meet up with our bus on the other side. And by God's grace, I had some very nice Abiba on that time. And I could move. My pastor was really walking down the Kidron Valley up to Caiaphas' house. And as I stood there, there's a statue of Peter who betrayed the Lord in that night. And there's a statue of the, the, the cock that crowed three times at the feet of Peter. And um, I came to, to, to see that this death of Jesus happened so quickly. You know, if we read the Bible, we have this idea that this death was... A long uh, episode, but in actual fact, it's an arrest on the Thursday night. An interrogation through the middle of the night. Early morning appearance before Pilate. This is now Good Friday morning, like we stand here. Very early. Then between Pilate is sent to Herod, which was also in the city. Back to Pilate and then crucified at 12 o'clock. Are you listening? So from his arrest on the Thursday night, he died three o'clock the next day. He was still a free man on the Thursday night. His trial, his interrogation, his sentencing, everything happened in a few hours. And uh, I was blessed to be also in the place where Jesus was scourged with whips, beaten, and it, it has great meaning to me. I want to say to all of you that you must all pray that God gives you a real revelation of the cross of Jesus Christ. I believe that it will save you from backsliding if you, if you, if you find a deeper meaning of what happened on that day. For you to come and say, Pastor Pastor Deliver you know, God can change you and God will, but unless you you have a revelation of what happened that day, you easily slip back after three, four weeks. And say, you your castle. It was as if nothing happened. But if you can see Jesus bruised, as Isaiah said Chastise beaten, Then if all your friends turn against him You will say I have decided I have decided To follow Jesus No turning back Praise God, no turning back. When I was a teenager, God blessed me with the revelation of the cross, a vision of the cross. And uh, that vision has stayed with me up till now. A vision is something that you cannot forget that doesn't Disappear out of your life And I believe Through my weak state My sinful state That vision has kept me all these years I want you to turn your Bibles to Leviticus chapter 17 verse 11 please Leviticus 17 verses 11 If you don't have a Bible We will put it on the board for you But because of the wind here, the board will not be uh, still now. We trust God that we will have windows in before the month is over. Amen. I'm teaching you today something very important. And the Holy Spirit said I must try to make it as clear for the great threes to understand. Amen. I'm not here to teach to theologians. You might know a lot of the things that I am saying, but I'm not here to impress anyone or to prove anything to anyone. We're here to talk about the power in the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And the Bible says in Leviticus chapter 17, verses 11, for the life of the flesh is in the blood. For the life of the flesh is in the blood. In John chapter 6 verse 53, I read to you Old Testament scripture and also a New Testament scripture. In John 6 53, Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in You. Amen. I read it again. He said, verily, verily, surely, surely, I say unto you, except you eat the flesh. And that's why we eat the bread and we drink the cup. Except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink His blood, you have no life in you. Now for the natural man to understand many of these things, it it doesn't really make sense. You will ask yourself the question Are we cannibals? Do we eat human flesh? Do we drink human blood? No, that's not the case. But you need to understand the divine principles and the eternal picture behind what happened on Good Friday. Amen. Now, in Leviticus 17, God spoke to Moses and gave him a revelation that the doctors at Chhroteskir. Only discovered thousands of years later Moses was not a doctor Moses was not a scientist Moses was a leader of the children of Israel Studied in Egypt But God gave him a revelation of the human body That no man knew at that time We know it today And we want to claim uh, our intelligence But I've got news for you Before we could find out these things God already told Moses what is happening in the human body Because God made the human body Amen, Amen. Amen. <laughs> 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 <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Your head has made your ears Your ears have made your ears And as your ears are big You must to listen Amen Your heart has made your ears Your height is determined Some are taller than others all you have to do is climb in the sycamore tree if you are short and say, I want to see Jesus. Hallelujah. But God made it all in his mighty wisdom. (coughs) Excuse me. One day I saw a man that was coming out of a hospital in a wheelchair, you know. And the family was pushing him out, but he was smiling. And he was happy. And I asked them, what has happened to this man? They said, no, he had his leg amputated. And the person I spoke to, he said that they were first very sad when the operation had to take place. But after the leg was amputated, the man uh, when, 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 when that experience was through, the man was happy that he was still alive. Because even though the leg is removed, the man could still live. So we go back to Leviticus and see God told us the life of human beings is not in the leg. The life of a human being is not in the arm. Some people by accident lose fingers, they lose arms, they lose. So why was this man still smiling and why was he happy although he was in a wheelchair and why was he still alive even though they cut off his leg? Because Leviticus 17 verse 11 declares, the life of the flesh is in the blood. But if the blood was not there, finish. The heart of man And today I'm going to give you a bit of science lesson. Amen? If you're a nurse and a doctor, you might know these things better than me, but please forgive me. I'm the preacher and you're not. The heart is a blood-pumping machine. Are you with me? I think all doctors and scientists must, must, must serve Jesus because the miracle of the body is, is something that your mind cannot fathom. God marvelously created the human body with intricacy. I don't know what was done, but God said, Let there be life, and there was life. Then He made man. It, it sounds so simple. But if you do a biopsy or you, you, you see, hey, here's a, here's a pumping machine. What is this machine doing? It's sending blood to all parts of the body. Because the life of humans is in their blood. What is in the blood? In the blood, there's oxygen that is carried to all parts of the body. All form, All parts of the body needs oxygen. Oxygen is life. Some of you at coronavirus when you, when you were sick, they, they had to pump, they had to give you air, oxygen. So blood carries oxygen to all parts of the body and it, it's a fluid, it's a red fluid that runs right through our bodies all the time and it circulates and it comes, picks up dirt, picks up poison, picks up carbon dioxide and it pushes it out through the lungs. I'll teach you, don't worry. I'm explaining to you what the function of blood is. And I'm explaining to you how great God is. And then why Jesus came to die and to give His blood. Because my friends, there was no greater teacher than Jesus Christ. Two things of Jesus Christ that stands out. And please bear with me, I don't know how long I have Until you get tired Two things that stand out remarkably of Jesus It is His words And His blood He gave us His words and He told us that God so loved the world That He gave His only begotten Son That whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life It was Jesus who told us that He is the way, the truth and the life The words of Jesus is very important Without the words, we would not have known certain things. But, listen to this. The blood is more important than the words. It's a strong statement to make. And I'll explain to you why I say what I say. Because I say it. You see, Jesus Christ died at the age of 33. Are you all listening to me? He started preaching at the age of 50 So for three years His marvelous words That's now written in red In many Bibles And still have power today Have thrilled Human beings But if it only was a message Then the message Would have died over time Are you with me? But it was not just his message, hallelujah. It was also his blood, you see. And although the message might have lost its power, the blood of Jesus never loses its power. Because the blood of Jesus is divine. The blood that cleansed me, cleansed my father, cleansed people 2,000 years ago, cleansed people, and it will cleanse the people of tomorrow, long after I'm gone. The words might lose the power, but the blood cannot lose its power. So, the, the word of Jesus is still eternal, but it, it works in, 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 in connection with the blood because the life of the flesh is in the blood. So, here's the key why, with his wonderful preaching, did he not stay a little longer and preach more? I mean, 33. How many of you are older than 33? Many of you. Why didn't he travel to Europe? To other places? So more people could hear him and see him. Are you thinking about this? They said they found in India a big temple dedicated to Thomas. The doubting Thomas. And they say that They built a temple in India because Thomas traveled all the way from Jerusalem to India to come and share what happened when Jesus came to earth. So if Thomas could travel to India, it was not impossible for Jesus to travel to England, to Spain, to the whole of the Mediterranean world and say more of his wonderful words. But there was something more powerful Than the words And that was his blood You see So at the age of 33 He came to shed his blood As a ransom for the world So that whoever believes Now the words become true You see The words would be dead without the blood But the life of the flesh Is in the blood Yes And the the blood gives life to the words Hallelujah Now whoever believeth in him Should not perish But can have everlasting life Because he had to shed his blood He never spilled his blood He shed his blood If you spill milk You accidentally knock it over If you shed it You give it freely As a ransom for sinners Clap for Jesus But let me help you with the, with the teaching on the blood. Are you still with me? Amen. Blood is red. Amen. That's why we have reds. It's a red oxygen-containing liquid that gives life to everything it comes in contact with. That's why when your toe starts to get blue, that would say, worry. <laughs> That's why doctors put off gangrene, Parts because the problem is no blood has gone there And it's starting to rot Because where there's no blood, there's no life So we've got to remove it Otherwise the rest of the body will also be infected By that death that's in that part of the foot Are you listening? So as human blood carries life to every part of the body So when your hand is sleeping, you know sometimes You know what you're actually doing? You're circulating the blood to come to the hand So that there can be life in the hand again Yeah Now the same way the blood of Jesus carries eternal life To the parts of the world that is sleeping To the parts of the world that is dying to the parts of the world that never heard the gospel. You see, when we preach the gospel, we're taking the good news to places. It's like the blood of God flowing to places. The blood of Jesus flowing to places and bringing life where there was first death. Hallelujah! (coughs) The Bible talks about you are dead in your trespasses and your sins. It is when you come to Christ and you come to salvation, what happens there is the blood cleanses you from your sin. And brings you into the new life in Christ Jesus. Yes, hallelujah. So the blood must go to every part. We must take this message to every part that has never heard it before. And the lives of people will be changed. Hallelujah. It doesn't only take oxygen to the body. It removes carbon dioxide. So you learn in school, if you breathe in, It's oxygen. If you breathe out, (sighs) carbon dioxide, in case you forgot your school lessons. CO2. Alright? There are some students here that know a little bit about these things. (laughs) Oxygen in. Carbon dioxide, because with the carbon dioxide comes out the poisonous particles. So you breathe it through your lungs. If you really do a study of the body, you see there's small veins all over, even in the lungs. Those of blood can run to the lungs. Blood must run all over. Amen. So, it's important to know that the life is in the blood. Number two, the blood gives life because it can reach every part of the body. In the book of Revelation, chapter 7, verse 13 to 14, uh, John, the beloved, saw a vision of many people in heaven. And he asked, who are these that are dressed? Let's, let's read from, I think, verse 9. He said, who are these that are dressed in white robes? Oh, sorry, 13 is correct. Sorry. Sorry. Who are those that are dressed in white robes? Where did they come from? This is Yandagani Yamal, Hallelujah. The Yerevais for the Prophet, people people that with wet clothing staan. And they ask, where are the old As Oudelungen, are old Hey! 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 Amen. Who are these? And then in verse 14, listen He says And I said to him, sir, you know The elder asked him what this these, And he said to the elder, but you know who they are Why do you ask me? He said, these are the ones who died in the great tribulation They have washed their robes in the blood of the lamb And it now has become white Hallelujah <clears throat> If your robe is black with sin and stain The blood of the Lamb will make your robe sparkling white Amen Amen. White as snow Though Though your sins are red like crimson They shall again be white as snow Glory to God So it's important to know that The blood of Jesus cleanses And it flows to every part of the body And it can also reach every single member of the body of Christ. Yes, every one here, under the sound of my voice, the blood of Jesus wants to reach you and it will reach you and it can reach you. Only if you say, yes Lord, I want it, then it can come to you. Then it unites the whole body, you see, and it's marvelous. Like my body is here now, I have a head, I have arms, hands, feet, like you all. So the body is united. But what is the substance that is in all parts of the body is blood. All right? So now we have people from Uppington. I don't know them from anywhere. But what unites them with me, why do I call them sons and daughters, brothers and sisters? Because the blood has connected us. And made us one body Hallelujah I have friends in Ghana I have friends in Kenya I have friends in Mozambique In Zimbabwe All over We don't know each other Like we didn't grow up in the streets But when I hear That the man is born again That he mentions the name of Jesus That he's been washed with the blood I call him brother and sister Because the blood connects us all Hallelujah Christ is the head But we are members of the same body Connected by the blood Are you getting this? Hallelujah It unites the rest of the body with vital organs Like the heart and the lungs And we are all like this Related to one another by the blood To the head Hallelujah and we can all be connected to this head, which is God himself. Every tribe and every nation can be saved by the blood. Amen? Amen. There's no racism in this blood. There's no sexism in this blood. The yarra red mana frua. Yara can you read Alleluia. If you, uh, what tribe are you from Mexico? Where are you from South Africa? If you're from the Chuana, the Kosa, the Amatetwa, Amakalat, Malau. The blood of Jesus goes for every tribe and every nation. So we can not discriminate on the basis of color. We are all one. What makes us one is the blood. There's only one head, is Christ. We are all members of the body. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Every tribe and every nation. Number three, the blood carries life because it has the ability to carry nourishment. Now, some more science. I'm going say, to say, I'm to 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 the, the physical science teacher and the biology teacher wasn't good. So you took accounting, home economics so got baked your cookies. En they gaan doen oud werk. And jou kop can niet lekker verstaan het van die As Is die waarheid? Now As 'n narheid. <laughs> nou leer ek jou weer, en sy raak kwaad. The blood carries life because it has the ability to carry nourishment. Did you know that blood carries food to parts of your bodies? Yeah. Your big toe wasn't so big when you were a baby, it grew. But the blood carried the protein there, the blood carried the carbohydrate there, the blood carried the fat there. Because the blood is the red liquid substance that runs through your whole body. Cut the tip of your finger, you see red blood. Cut the tip of your toe, it's the same blood. It's Ura! Amen! Amen. John 6.54 Whosoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood have eternal life. And I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed. And my blood is drink indeed. Hallelujah. Now, like the food comes to every part of our bodies, the blood of Jesus Christ brings life and well being to everyone it comes into contact with. Praise God. That's why if a man is really born again, because the blood of Jesus brings life and newness to everyone. Glory to God. Well-being. No, no, no. You must serve the Lord. And you will see the fruits of serving the Lord. Yes. God will bless you with abundance. With good life. Because of the blood that has changed you. Hallelujah. There is life in the blood. Vitamins, minerals, they're all flowing through the blood. I don't think you knew it, but it's so small you can't see it. They must put it under microscope. Then they say, wow, blood is running towards you. Amen. Number four. The blood gives life Because it has the ability To cleanse you regularly I don't even think that Many of us know this But it's good to, to know it let's, uh, uh, let's read 1 John 1 7 What the blood does In the scientific body It does for us in the spirit If the blood cleanses The body from harm Then it cleanses us From harm also Glory be to God He says in 1 John 1 7 If we walk in the light As he is in the light We have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses. Everybody say, Cleanses. I mark your school, man. Hallelujah. From all sin. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just. Oh, I love this verse. To forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. So, blood is also. Here's the lesson A carbon dioxide removing liquid It's an oxygen taking liquid But a carbon dioxide removing liquid And it gives life to everything it comes in contact with Now as the human blood carries away this unwanted carbon And throws it out into the lungs Because when the lungs breathe out Actually, some of the dangerous poisons are out of your body. You didn't know it. Wow. The blood also carries away our sin and our filthiness like the lungs breathe out the bad stuff from our bodies. The blood takes away your sin and your your carnal nature, your wickedness, your bad attitude. The blood can wash you from all this. Amen. Amen. Because it is a sin-removing liquid. Glory to God. And it's flowing from Calvary's cross. You wonder how can you be clean because you are not worthy, isn't it? I'm not worthy, you're not worthy. Can you imagine one day you'll be in heaven walking there with a white robe if you, if you follow Jesus? But you, you're not a good person. I'm not a good person. It's going to take a miracle to get us into a nice place like that. Look, let's be honest. How many of you ever went to the parliament house here in Cape Town? Maybe one or two. Yeah, yeah. Who, who went to sit with the president there? Whoever went to the White House in America, my son was, was, was my, or my friend was close. He took a picture outside. That's the closest you get. There are places you can't go to. You'll never see. The chances are you'll never see. But heaven to think of it. What gives you the right to walk there? Parliament that burned out the other day. You can't even go there. The security will chase you away. But you will walk one day on streets of gold in heaven. You will be with angels. You will see Abram, Isaac, and Jacob. Yes. You see Moses. You see Paul and Timothy. How can you qualify to come there? (laughs) This day. But when they ask you, why must we let you in? That says, it is how and the blood from the lamb. Hallelujah. The blood gives me access. The blood allows me to come in. The blood is a miracle working. Liquid. Hallelujah. Brings me life and it takes out the poison. Wonderful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. It takes away the sin. And it cleanses you. Because no sinners can go there. No sinners can go there. Skelims gaan nie by die jimmel in. Want daar die goedeste dier in die jimmel. The gates are made of pearl. Zij het nog nooit pulls, rechte pulls gedraan. Die ding net aan. But the gates in heaven are made of pearl. They say, the Bible says the streets are of pure gold. You see, when when, when Booker was singing, he was singing about the new Jerusalem. He said, the sea is made of glass. Wow. But what makes us worthy to go there? Jesus came to pay a dear price So that you can have the miracle of seeing Christ and seeing the angels one day. Well, clap for Jesus, clap for Jesus. (laughs) All right, I'm moving to the end, I'm moving to the end. The blood gives you life because it also has the ability to purge and to sanctify. to purge and to sanctify. In Hebrews 13, verses 11, the Bible says, Wherefore Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood. Jesus sanctified you with his blood, brother. Suffered out the gate. Let us go forth therefore unto him without the camp, bearing his reproach. Time doesn't allow me to explain all these patterns in the Bible but Jesus was the sacrificial lamb that the Old Testament people had to slay for the forgiveness of their sins. It was all just patterns of what was really going to happen. Hallelujah. Blood is this red liquid that removes deadly poisons from the body. The human blood carries away unwanted poisonous chemicals like urea and puts them in the kidneys. It runs, takes the poison, puts it in the kidney. Then when you go to the toilet and you wee-wee out the pee-pee, uh, the poison is gone with the, with the urine out into the toilet. That poison would have killed your body if your kidney is not functioning. huh. Yeah. So the blood goes and collects the dangerous obstacles and particles Places it in organs like the lungs to blow it out Or in the kidneys to wee-wee it out Clap for Jesus again That's the function of scientific human blood So we're seeing what the blood does for us in our body Jesus does for us in the spirit Hallelujah So all your, your, your pee that you see your urine is the right English word, but for you to understand, the pee that you see, the pee, that was first in the blood. The blood has brought it to the kidney. Ah. So if you see your, 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 your wee is dark, dark colored. There's a lot of poison there. No, it's true. There's a nurse that can tell you. If your wee is light colored, it means it's more healthy. Ah, you no nothing. But the doctor. Geviset. Yes. Imagine how bad smelling your blood and body would be if it did not come out of you. If this poison didn't come out of you. You see, the blood takes it and throws it in the kidney to throw it out. If it stayed in the blood, your blood would have and a, a stench so blood gives life to everything it comes into contact with by removing the deadly poisons praise god and the blood of jesus removes the deadly poison of sin from your life brother and sister as you sit here this morning friend you come and you say pastor do you know what i've done listen the blood of jesus is so powerful It can take away all the sins of your past and make you brand new. It's flowing to you now as I'm preaching and it will come around and collect the sins and take it to a spiritual kidney for it to be passed out of your body. And then you will say the things I used to do. I can't believe it, but I am not doing it anymore. You wonder what has happened to you. There is something more powerful than your own self will and your own strength. You can't do things in your own strength. You need the help of the Holy Spirit that will supernaturally explain to you that the blood is what will cleanse you from your sins. <laughs> we don't really need to try to explain to people about salvation, how to be saved, because it's supernatural. Who can a drunk it and nachter vote? How can a drunkard be made sober? How can a drug addict stop craving after drugs? There is power in this blood. There is supernatural power in this blood. That reaches to the highest mountain. And you can be hiding far, but it will come down to the lowest valley. This blood will set you free. Glory to God. All we have to do is preach the gospel. In our simplicity. Our Afrikaans in Engels make you macavish. That's not what the people don't save. That's the blood of Jesus. That's the blood of Jesus. It will give life to everything. Hallelujah. Everything it comes into contact with removes the deadly power of sin from your life. Washes away poisonous and dangerous obstacles, sins, attitudes, stains. Keeps you away from dying by removing the poisons from your life. And this is how it will keep you from eternal death and hell. Yes. Because your heart is pumping, pumping, And the blood is flowing through your veins now. It is saving you from sure physical death. If the heart stops pumping, we must take you to the mortuary. If the blood stops flowing, we must either amputate your body or you'll have some stroke. A stroke is when blood couldn't come to a part of the arm. The blood was blocked through the arteries from reaching this part. And then you say the person has a stroke. Because there was a lack of blood flow to that part of the body. Yeah. So if you don't want to die spiritually, if you don't want to be cast in hell, you need blood to flow through you today, to you, to you, to you. The blood must flow to you. And it will save you from eternal death and eternal hellfire. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The last point I want to share with you before we break the bread. Are you learning about the blood? Yes. The wonderful blood. The blood gives life because it destroys diseases. It destroys diseases. Revelation 12 verse 10. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now has come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God. The power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down. This is Satan. is cast down. Which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. That's in Revelation 12, verse 10 and 11. Amen. So in the natural, this blood that is a red liquid containing cells that fight diseases in your body. it fight infections and other evils that can kill the body. The blood has soldiers called white blood corpuscles or white blood cells. They are soldiers that run to attack where there is a disease in your body. The body is an intricate, marvellously designed organism that when there's a problem, there must be movement in the body. Now these soldiers can only come on the transport system. So they come as the blood is flowing, they also come, they come, they come sliding down the, the, the slip and slide to come and rescue your big toe from the knock that you had somewhere or from poison that is sitting somewhere in some part of your body Hallelujah So the blood gives life where it comes takes out the danger, takes out the poison brings the oxygen comes and attacks the infection to the white blood cells Your blood has two types of cells, red blood cells and white blood cells But the germs and the diseases are attacked by the white blood cells. Amen? And like this attack on the germs, the blood of Jesus is our attack against the devil and other invading evil spirits. That's why a Christian who really understands spiritual warfare will all the time as you are praying, you will talk about the blood of Jesus in your house when you are traveling when you are moving. Don't believe people who say you can't plead the blood over this and over that. You can plead the blood. Because the blood chases away demonic spirits and evil spirits. When they see the blood, they must pass over you. Yes. You can declare the blood, you can plead the blood, because the blood, like it saves the body from germs and diseases, it can prevent demons and devils from building a habitation in your life. Hallelujah! That's the blood of Jesus. Then have you noticed when you bleed, then the blood stops after a few minutes? Some people that don't have enough of what we call platelets. Platelets. They have a a bleeding condition. But normal people have what we call platelets. They are the Uh, Clotting properties of the body To stop the blood from flowing all the time Why must they stop the blood from flowing? Because if all the blood flows out of you You will die Why? Because the life of a human being Is in his blood If we take your blood out That's why when somebody is in hospital You see they have to get to some blood We need to pump blood into you We are actually pumping life into you Because your life has run out You must say, hey, this man has lost blood. We need to get blood to this person. Because the more blood runs out, the more your life is going. So we need to find a certain blood that can fit your description. We can't take any blood. We can't take the blood of bulls and goats and pigs. I don't want to go deep into this. I wish I had more time. The Bible says you mustn't eat the blood of animals. Jylle wat so over medium re. yeah. That's as it's that gebud oor die kos. The life of the flesh is in the blood. you wat jylle pook so sacht eat. Tam wat jylle so pokerig but the, the liver of an item has burned on you. <coughs> Look, God told Moses in, in Leviticus, the life of the flesh is in the blood. And Then he told him, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. You better take heed to some of the things he said. Because, let me come back to this one. The blood it, it clots, it brings healing to the injured part of the body. Some time ago, I had two teeth extracted at the same day, and they had to cut it out because it, it broke off. So the dentist said, he must cut it out. I said, Dentist? <laughs> I said, No, I can't pull it out because it broke off. So I have to cut your gum with a blade and remove it. So I'm thinking, this was man. So I told him, w- won't there be too much blood? He said, don't worry, it will clot. You see? So he gave me a, a, a waterkey, a water waterkey. He said, just keep it there for half an hour an hour. So they cut and then they stitch back again, they cut the gum open, removed and it's. The the blood of Jesus. But amazingly after the half an hour the 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 was full of blood but the blood stopped flowing. Because the platelets in my body, it clotted the area where there was a hole. Yeah. The blood is designed by God supernaturally to come to the rescue. Where, where, where some blood is running out, it comes and it prevents the others from going so that you don't die. Ah. What does it do? It saves you from short death. That's why you hear some people die of internal bleeding. They couldn't see it on the outside, so the blood ran into the inside, but it wasn't in the right tubes to come to the different parts of the body. It was just running and causing a dam inside somewhere in the open spaces. It's like canisters collecting big drops of blood. Careful now. But through the blood of Jesus, our wounds are healed. Amen. The bitterness in life can be healed. The many mistakes in our lives, God can make it right. Maybe you didn't have a good deal in life. Maybe your mother and father didn't do well to you. But the blood of Jesus can heal every bitterness. Like this blood that clots to heal, save your body from dying. The blood of Jesus can save you from a life of despair. Bad things happen to all of us. I got good news for you. It not, didn't just happen to you. It happened to all of us. But the blood of Jesus will be there to heal you, to heal your hurts, to heal your wounds, to touch your life, to give you life again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of you need a transfusion. They call it a blood transfusion. You're living a life that's not pleasing to God. You are busy going downhill. Maybe you came to visit here this morning and you say, Pastor, my life is not what it should be. You need the blood to flow in your direction. This blood is precious blood. Oh, my friends, I wish I had the time, but I don't have the time to explain what the blood will do for you. The blood saves you. The blood sanctifies you. The blood redeems you. Oh, the blood puts you in right standing with God. You can't enter, but the the Bible says we have access to the throne by the blood. Uh, You see, the day Jesus died, why did He die? He died because He took His blood in a vessel. And He showed the Father. This is the blood. In God's eternal plan, sin and God can't go together. Listen carefully as I close. God cannot handle sin. That's why Adam and Eve was thrown out of the garden. Yes. That's why when Jesus hung on the cross on that Good Friday, the Bible says darkness came over the earth for three hours. The clouds came and they thought it was some lunar eclipse. But there was darkness over the face of the earth. Somebody said God couldn't look on his own son because he took on the form of human sin. He took our sin upon Him so that our sin could be washed and we could be free. And for three hours, the place was was dark as God turned His face from the scene. And God told them way in the beginning, Adam and Eve was clothed with animal skin because an animal was slain to cover their nakedness. They never knew they were naked when they were without sin. But as soon as they sinned, they discovered their shame and an animal skin. Now where is the animal if the skin is around them? The animal was killed because the blood of the animal was a substitute for their death. Because of sin, they had to die. But the blood of that animal was what appeased God. It appeased God. Because a life for a life, The life of the human A life of an animal So we told the Israelites If you are poor You can't bring me an animal Bring a turtle dove But some form of blood must be seen That's why you will know When God rejected Cain's sacrifice Because he brought of the fruit of the land But Abel brought of the blood of the sacrificial lambs He brought of the first fruit of the firstlings when he saw the blood, he was pleased. So, when Jesus died on that Good Friday, my friend took his blood, he showed the Father, he said, Father, this plan of animals being slaughtered would have to be till eternity. But now a sacrificial lamb has come in the form of a man. I will give my blood. For the ransom of these people And as Virgil sang it so clearly When he was on the cross It was you that was on his mind And this blood is not the blood of a bull or a goat That is only for one person The blood is for whoever wants to come Can be washed in the blood And can be cleansed in the blood Hallelujah He will wash you with his blood He will cleanse you with His blood. You say, Pastor, I don't understand. I wish I had time, but time does not allow me. But you must just believe with your heart. And you must confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus came to die for you. And that God raised Him from the dead three days later, which we will celebrate on Sunday. Hallelujah. But it was on this pivotal Friday. It was a Friday because they said before the Sabbath, they had to remove Him from the cross. That's why we know for sure it was a Friday. He lifted up his eyes and said, it is finished. What is finished? What was he talking about? He spoke about his mission to come to earth to die. Why did he have to die? He had to show this blood to the father. Because the life of the flesh is in the blood. If it wasn't for the death of Jesus, none of us would have eternal life. But because he died, so that we can live. Hallelujah. And now this blood is flowing freely whosoever will, let him come. It reaches to the highest mountain, flows down to the lowest valley, no matter what you've done, my sister. Mama, you say, ek wil my nie bekeer nie, want ek weet nie of ek kan lewe soos 'n bekeerde vrou nie. Jy minacht die kracht van die bloed van Jesus. It's not your own strength that you shall It's the strength of the blood of Jesus. It's stronger than self. It's stronger than Omon. It will wash away your conscience from dead works. It will start to serve the living God. Many of you need a blood transfusion. I said, You are lying on a bed. You are about to die. You need a nurse to say, bring the blood. Bring the eight type blood. Not the blood of bulls and goats, but the blood of the Lamb of God to flow to your life. And you will start a new journey with God. And even after that, if you make mistakes, He said, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and true to cleanse us by His precious blood. Would you bow your heads, please, in prayer? Maybe you've come along here this morning. Nobody's moving around, please. Everybody's sitting still right now. And you say, Pastor Chris, I need that blood to wash me from my sins. I need to start living right. I'm not living right, Pastor. I also want to become part of the body of Jesus and part of the family of God. It is the blood that will make you part of the family. It is the blood that will wash away your sins and your mistakes. We all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus, our Lord. I want to pray with you, my friend. Mama, Papa. I don't know how long you still want God to speak to you. While the blood is available, why don't you come to the altar so that you can be cleansed and washed in the blood? If that is you I'm talking to, you say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want you to put up your right hand. I want to pray with you. I will not embarrass you. I want to lead you to Christ. I want the blood to wash you. I see your hand, young girl. Beautiful. Is there somebody else? I want to see your hand. You want the Lord to save you this morning. You want to be washed in the blood. I see your hand at the back. I see your hand. I see your hand. Can we all stand to our feet for just one minute? Stand to our feet for one minute. I want to invite those who put up their hands without shame or embarrassment to come forward and join me on the blue carpet. I want to say a prayer for you that I had to also say when I was where you are. Now come forward. Come forward. Oh, 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 the blood. Keep clapping, keep clapping. There are more people that must come. There are more people that must come. It's I want to make this appeal to you. It's not by chance that God made you come here. This is a day that we celebrate The death of Jesus Christ because it has a pivotal meaning. It meant that he could take his blood to the Father to say that I want to free them from this sin. If it's you, come. We'll sing it one more time. I will not embarrass you. This is an important step. The Bible says, He who is not ashamed of me in this adulterous generation, I will not be ashamed of him one day when I stand before the Father. Don't, today is your day of salvation. Tomorrow might never come for you. Sing it one more time, and I want to ask you come, come, join me here. I will pray for you.
0: Preaches
3: yes. To the highest mountain. Yes. Come, come, go. Come. And it flows oh, yes. To the Lord.
0: Blood. The blood that gives me strength, Jesus. Go. From day to day, it will
3: never lose its power. One more time, it reaches. Come on.
0: And it flow
3: What will happen to these people in front here now is that they will be forgiven through the blood. Forgiveness comes through the blood of Jesus. All the sins of your past, God will forgive you. People might keep it against you, but God will not do it. Then you will be cleansed through the blood. Hallelujah. You are washed clean. You'll be sanctified. You'll be set apart for God's work. And then you'll be redeemed. You have been bought by the blood. Yes. You've been paid for. Jesus came to pay for you. And then you will be reconciled to the Father. Say these words after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I come to you today. Just as I am. Just as I am. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry for my mistakes. I'm sorry for my mistakes. I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to forgive me. Please wash me. Please wash me with your precious blood. With your precious blood. Thank you for the sermon. Thank you for the sermon today. Today that your blood that your blood brings life brings life to all areas of my life to all areas of my life. Please I want your blood please I want your blood to wash me to wash me and to bring life to me and to bring life to in me in Jesus name in Jesus name please write my name please write my name in the book of life in the book of life thank you for buying me Thank you for buying me Buying me back from this world Buying me back from this world I am now I am now A child of God A child of God Jesus is my master Jesus is my master And he is my saviour And he is my saviour Lord help me Lord help me To follow you To follow you Give me your Holy Spirit Give me your Holy Spirit To help me To help me To come to church To come to church Regularly Regularly To worship you To worship you And to hear the preacher and
2: to hear the preacher.
3: Teach the word of God.
2: Teach the word of God. In
3: Jesus' name we In pray. In Jesus'
2: name we pray.
3: Amen. Amen.